All right. So when do you want to start this? Let's start it now. How about that? Okay. Sooner Ooh. we start, sooner we finish. All right. Yeah, that's all we got. Okay. All right, let's do this. And action. Hi, I am Tommy Ayres. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Out of Gas with Tommy Ayres. That's myself. And uh, each week we're going to be joined by a new guest, or should I say a new gas? Because that's a little pun. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, pun. And uh, there she is, uh, this week's guest. Today's guest is uh, someone that I know pretty well. And uh, hopefully by the end of today, you'll know her a bit better too. Maybe not as, as well as me because I've known her for all of my life. She is, of course, my mother. And uh, she joins us here today from our home or your home that I'm uh, in. Today, we're going to be touching on a few things. We're going to be touching on convenience and, and how convenient our lives are and the, the topic of, you know, is, are our lives too convenient or should we strive for more convenience? And we're also going to be talking about us and how, how we deal with uh, the climate crisis in our own different ways and our relationship based on on those differing views what do you think of sounds very oh. interesting tom okay very deep deep interesting philosophical <laughs> firstly what what do you think of the fact that i'm doing a podcast uh i think it's a it's a cool thing to do i'm listening to podcasts myself actually at the moment you're just a bit disappointed that you had to be involved in it <laughs> well i've just listened to to my probably very first podcast julia gillard isn't just, it just yesterday maybe the day before and and what I do you think of it i have time for podcasts i have to say but you've got plenty of time for netflix <laughs> i've noticed yes i've got time for netflix but netflix is something i'm a little bit more comfortable with like i've never really known where to start with podcasts like it's, it's th- like you know something can be recommended to you by people that you think oh that's probably a and you know they can inspire you by talking a little bit about it so you know someone else has already spent the time vetting it Mm. so you know that you know you're gonna get good bang for your buck when you sit down and watch it or listen to it well isn't that the same as netflix we we take recommendations from our friends well that's what i'm saying is um usually i'll go by recommendations on netflix as well Whereas podcasts is a less done thing in my circle of friends. So nobody's really recommending podcasts. Yeah. If you know what I mean. You know, it's not to it's not to say that I wouldn't be interested in them. I've only just recently kind of worked out that they're available. You've, you've, you've and just... how to actually go about listening to them. Because so, so within the space of a week you've found out that podcasts exist and you yourself are sitting. <laughs> pretty much, sitting pretty much. Uh, uh, I mean I always one. knew podcasts existed, but I sure. just thought, well, where would I start and what would I want to hear about? And it's just there's just so much stuff. Well there is like so much stuff out you there. You don't know what's good and what's not good and so where do you start and when do you have time to sit and listen to something for half an hour or 40 minutes? Well, I think that from my perspective, I, I like listening to podcasts because they can expand your thinking. Dep- depends if you're going to go for a comedy podcast or something a bit more educational. But 
I would say that turning on Netflix is probably an easier option and um, whereas going out of your way to listen to a podcast is on on the whole a little bit more effort for the consumer what do you, what do you think of that in terms of the effort level well it wasn't a lot of effort like I, <laughs> really? I just press play really <laughs> when you actually think about the effort level yes but it's a level of concentration that you know you can potentially be doing something while you're listening to the podcast mm. but it can't be something that requires too much thinking yeah so totally you could do like you know the dishes and you could do you know um maybe the housework or you know the washing or something like that but you couldn't probably write an essay Oh, no, you couldn't write an essay while you're listening to a podcast, I wouldn't have no. thought. Unless the podcast was the essay that you were writing about and you were writing straight out of the words. Well, I think even straight then, out I of the don't words. think you could. Well, that would be because probably be frowned upon. Because you'd be so furiously. Well, and it would be fraudulent uh, words well, you, if you were copying true, the words but, of a... But what would really be the point? Well, you might want a, a good grade and, and the, the people's opinions are <laughs> I think I think you're going your... off, off topic a little bit here because that's just silly. Well, how do you know what the topic is? Uh, is this your <laughs> podcast? Oh, I decide. No, you can decide. Because, what? because well, what I, what I mean to be saying and you're kind of going down a rabbit hole of, um, of writing down somebody's podcast, which I, I would hate to think someone's writing all this down. They'd be terribly... Oh, yeah, this would be a very... <laughs> Poor thing to be a terrible grade for this one. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Tommy. You know. But um, but yeah. What what I mean to say is that you know, whilst you're, you know, different to watching Netflix. Watching Netflix, you sit and you have to watch something because mm. you can't get up and do other things. You're focused on that whereas when you're listening to a podcast it's a bit like listening to the radio yeah you can you, know, you can, can do can other tasks other things. I, and i think that is a, a good thing about the podcast is you can mm. uh do other things yes. with it although in my line of work i i couldn't actually do it at work no but i'm sure there are people that in some areas of where i work that do listen to podcasts while they're working what yeah i i find it actually I can listen to podcasts when I'm driving, um, but sometimes even a task like the dishes, if I <laughs> if I go to do the dishes and listen to a podcast, I I can't quite concentrate. It's like right, it's too much. You can only do one like, thing. Like I'll I'll be hearing the podcast and then I'll um, go, oh this this dish has got a lot of muck on it. I better focus on that. Oh crap! What did they say? I was mm. just thinking about that crap on the on the dish mm. so maybe that's a, a fault of of my um my inability no, to multitask so. well no no i think it's good that you gave the dish more attention than the podcast. <laughs> well of course you think that <laughs> because, the, the dish you know, is going to be control you you want the, you have a uh, exactly. a pre have a vested interest yeah you have a vested interest there i guess what i want to talk about a little bit more is this idea of convenience and uh we do live in a very convenient world or at least i, Where we I have think options so. between podcasts and netflix yeah and and listening to um someone from the other side of the world is is just a few clicks away 
Mm. Do do you think that we live in a world of too much convenience or not enough convenience? At what at what point are our lives too convenient and we 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 no longer have um, struggles that uh, that we need to have to almost have a better life? Well, I still have plenty of struggles. I'm sure you do. So don't worry about that. Like, it's not all convenient. Like, I Mm. still have to, you know, go to work and I still have to pay the bills and I still have to earn an income and I still have to, you know, exercise whenever I can and I still have to do the housework. And, you know, there's there's a whole load of pressures on a... um, on a working mother, as, yeah. you, as you've seen, as you know, all throughout your life, you've seen how hard I've worked, and you know, just you know, am I really ever not doing anything any day? Probably not. You know, I have conveniences in my life. I like, you know, I have a soda stream and I have a thermomix and. Um, we have a toaster and a kettle and nice oven and appliances that, you know, we can make our food nicely and easily from, but um, uh, we appreciate them. We don't take them for granted, do we? Well, I think we might. I, 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 think, that, I think that we do think I appreciate take those. them every time I use them. Yeah, right. You know, um, we've come so far from the days of my grandmother who did the washing with a ringer. Like, mm. washing day was a whole day. Mm. It wasn't just, oh, like I did this morning, just stuck him in the washing machine and they're out on the, on the line in half an hour. It used to take all day. Mm. And, um, and I, I've seen that progression, I guess. So, you know, different to uh, maybe people who haven't, um, they maybe take it for granted. But... I wouldn't say that I do. I appreciate it. Mm, that's good. I, I, I do think that we have way too much convenience in, in our day-to-day life and the, there's a cost to our convenience and, and I can't help but think that the cost on, on convenience is, is the planet. You know, a lot of the time, all, all, of, all of the convenient ways in which we live rely on uh fossil fuels and you know ease of transport um doing doing the dishes in a really easy way getting getting takeaway food in uh you know not having to do the washing up because it's in takeaway packaging um oh we still clean up the no no packaging. i'm i'm talking i'm to- i'm talking on a broader scheme. Right. Um, Not us. Well, we're definitely uh, at play here too. But I want to I wanna see what your thoughts are on... At, at what point do we go, yeah, actually, this convenience that we're living in is a bubble because um, the convenience is coming at a cost and that cost is we're... Um, you know, for instance, take take away food, for instance, and uh, um, fast food. Me and you, we don't do fast food. Um, I haven't I haven't gone inside a Hungry Jack's or a Macca's for at Not least a year. Not that sort of fast food, but we do quite like pizza. Sure, sure. 
but the cost of that convenience what are your what are your thoughts on on let's let's just look at fast food for the moment what what are your thoughts on as on in convenience the hamburger yeah like sure fast food yeah, or? yeah any because any... there's many different sorts of fast sure. food when you say fast food sure are you just meaning like a takeaway uh i think i am referring i know let's just look more at you know, your McDonald's, your Hungry Jacks, mm-hmm. you, you drive through takeaway fast food. Yeah. What, what do you think the implications of that convenience are? Because... On um, me, personally? No, 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 on society. Because uh, you don't go there. Well, so it's obviously I, filling a need, isn't it? Because there are, there are some people that have it regularly. But it's because it's convenient, right? It's a really convenient way to it eat. It is convenient. It's super convenient. Super convenient. It's so quick. Um, you can just drive your car through and be through. Well, actually, the queue sometimes it looks long, but I don't know how long it takes to get through. Like like you said, it's been, t- what, 20 years since we've been to a... Well, I, no, I've been more recently than that, I would say. But there's some times when that is acceptable, though. Like, you know, it's not a bad, bad thing, is it? Well, I, I just I just worry that it at what cost does convenience come at? What's the cost of this Is convenience? Is there a price to be paid? Well, it's encouraging less effort from humans, right? Sure. The the only reason that those items can be so cheap and convenient, say, you know, you go down to something like Kmart or, or one of those shops, the items are so convenient and so cheap that you it, you would be silly not to buy a $2 table or I don't know how much a table costs, but a cheap table from Kmart. But the cost of that cheapness is somebody somewhere working for extremely cheap. Uh, and we, we get the convenience and the, the cheap price for their sacrifice. Do you think that's sustainable? Well, I think there's there's a number of different things going on here like first of all is is it that Kmart is or whichever shop that it that is doing this yeah um it's not necessarily Kmart no we don't want to throw any name one retail under the bus um but you know is is what they're paying workers um ethical and if it's not then that should be looked into well, because surely Kmart is a business that has to abide by rules just I'm like sure everybody follow- else. I'm sure they're following the laws. I guess what I'm questioning is whether whether these laws are supporting what could be an e- a, a more fair, equal society. Because if you think about a, a T-shirt that you can get from Kmart, how much do you reckon... A, T-shirt must cost from Kmart, like three... Probably two bucks. Probably two bucks. In what world are we living where something can be produced for $2? Surely that's too good a deal. A lot of the stuff that is made really cheaply comes from a certain country. Sure. Where um, people are, and we have known a few people from this country... (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. They are working a number of different jobs trying to keep their heads above water. Um, and the fact that there is no minimum wage in this country, in this particular country. Do I just um, say the countries? <laughs> We're not like, ooh, this country. Well, you know, we might be being audited or monitored by this country. That's fine. Um, and they might send spooks out for us. <laughs> anyway, um, it is a matter for that country, I believe. You know, and a lot of places do get things made in this country because it's so cheap. Basically, then by buying these cheap products, we're um, we're supporting one country shitting over another. No, are we not though? Because if we're profit, if we're profiting. And we're, we're profiting monetarily and inconvenience. Right. So, so what's of... the option is to not buy these things and then these people be out of out of work completely. Nobody in Australia is going to work that cheaply. Let's no, face nobody it. in Australia is going to work that cheaply. Or not even for twice that amount. No. Three times that amount. But maybe then, ten times that amount. But then we're we're happy we're happy to work a wage that is higher but spend the money on clothes well, a lot that of is... people do um you know want to buy products that are just australian made and if mm. if you are buying an australian an actual australian made product it is going to be more expensive yeah of course that's for sure but what if we lived in a world where the price from a product from australia was the same as a product from China, right? Then, because mm-hmm. right now that that convenience of the difference in price is yeah. is the reason why it's cheaper for a company to spend mm. heaps of fuel, yeah, um, and fossil fuels to get the product from the other country and bring it to our country. If the prices all across the board for a t-shirt were say standardized between all the countries in the world all of a sudden we would just buy from our own country right because it would cost too much to it would cost more to bring you you wouldn't bring a shirt well who's making the money out of the cost being different well we we are profiting because we're able to get a shirt for mm. a cheap price I just think that the that that is the cost of our convenience is the climate and also inequality between countries and between the rich and the poor and the more convenience that is purchased the further that that gap is what what do you think of that yeah yeah so so should I guess the question then is is it is it wrong or is it right well I don't know that it's wrong or right it's just the way that it is and that has come from inequalities between workers in different countries and different countries are, have different levels of equality as well different so, different countries do have different levels but so is, we're, that we're okay? very, is that okay very lucky in australia purely because of um because a, a resource have... called coal Really, that's that's the main that's the main reason Australia is a wealthy country is is we have profited monetarily off of the sale of fossil fuels. That that's our history, really. 
Well, we have a lot of other international trades as well. Yeah, yep, yep. But that, that is a, a big ticket item. There is said. coal, but that will be, you know, less and less over the future. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're phasing oh, it uh, out. Well, is it? That, that's another good well, question. we are phasing it out. Very, very slowly at this stage. Not everybody wants it phased out, but I think a lot of people want it phased out. What are your what are your thoughts on the current government and their response to phasing out fossil fuels and uh, uh, and getting out of gas? I just wanted to drop the getting name out of, the podcast. of gas. Ha 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 um, Yeah, it's it's not it's not enough. Um, Why not? Well, it's not fast enough. I think if if there was more motivation for the government, I think they could do it a lot quicker. I don't think they're highly motivated. I think they're more motivated towards keeping the status quo. Why do you think that is? Well, the way government works Mm. is that they have voters, people that vote them in. And there's a lot of people in Australia who who do do well or, you know, or even just make a living, you know, like it's their livelihood, is are these industries that are being phased out. Mm. So it's natural that they don't want to change. Yeah, well, I guess it would it would be like someone taking away your job. You know, you probably yeah, exactly. yeah, wouldn't like that. But I guess it's uh, adapt, adapt or, or don't adapt. I think the term you're looking for is adapt or die. That's the one. <laughs> adapt or don't adapt, the old saying. <laughs> yeah, which is, you know, it's, it's a very important factor for the government because they're they're not just looking after one group of people they're looking after these people as well you Mm. know they um, are trying to ease the way for them towards the renewables but you know there's also this you know like loads of people employed still in Mm. coal so the technology could certainly go quicker and I think with a different government, it probably would. What are your thoughts on the fact that... Because one, one of the, the big reasons um, I hear a lot of people say that we haven't got action is that the fossil fuel industry donates money to the political parties in, in charge. And as a result, they, they want to help out you know, their their fossil fossil fuel mates because they are getting significant donations from the fossil fuel industry. Correct. If we had a change in government from Liberal to Labor, what, what would change though? Because Labor and the Liberal Party both take donations. So how can, how can we say that there would be a better, better action? from the Labor Party than the Liberal Party? I think um, I think one interesting idea mm. is to not have donations at all. Do you think that parties shouldn't be able to get donations? Well, what is the purpose of donations? It's people who are in that position who basically are trying to um, influence government and government decisions. And is that ethical? Boomer, shush. Is that ethical? Boomer clearly is riled up about yeah, this. He's he's not happy he's about cross. political donations. 
and I don't see why it's necessary. I mean, perhaps one one way to bring about some really significant climate action in this country is just to legislate that parties aren't allowed to receive donations. Yeah. What that what what are your thoughts on, on I that? I think that would be a good idea. So perhaps perhaps that's yeah, one because one that big would ticket that item. would level the playing field. Would you think that they would still be allowed to have personal donations or or is it no donations at all? No, no donations at all. I think it's wrong. So how are they going to fund campaigns then? Because they still need They'd get a reasonable amount of money through the taxpayer the taxpayer so perhaps there should be a just a a standardized amount um that that the each party gets from the government for political yep, for advertising purposes of supporting their party i think that would be an equal and fair fair system I yeah think that, i think i think um, and they make the most of what they've got to do with it yeah, I think... And make decisions based on, on how much money they've got and where they mm. want to put it. Mm. Priorities. I think I think that's a uh, pretty fair... And we could get rid of those awful call flute signs. Yeah, that that's an, another one. I doubt would they really spend the money on that, on getting new signs every time. Well, I, I mean, we've got the internet, so... We're, we're, Does anyone care? I mean, really, when we're driving... Does anyone care about those signs? I mean, other than in a bad way. The, well, here, here's an idea, right? The, the majority of the core flute signs are on roads when you're driving. Probably most people are looking at their phones while they're driving anyway. So <laughs> I think that's illegal, I, I think that is illegal. I don't do it. But I know that people do, and I'm, I'm not going to dob my friends in but that like do. But like on every single Stoby pole. But maybe they should just Crazy. have have them on online instead of on the Stoby poles, yep. so that people still, while they're driving, they'll still see it. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> you're terrible. Although that is encouraging uh, scrolling yep. while driving. Yeah, we, that's illegal, Tom. I should be encouraging an illegal activity. No, on I've your got podcast. one mate who. Not only checks his phone while, while I shouldn't say he. I should have left the gender anonymous. Non-specific. I'll just say they then. Um, Although they, we know he's a he. Now, now I've dobbed, <laughs> bit late for that. Dobbed them. Um, dobbed them in. Not only checks their phone while they're um, driving, but mm. scrolls on their phone while driving. To ch- to check Instagram and oh dear, isn't that a isn't that a troubling, troubling thing to hear? How many accidents does this person have? Just a few. They have oh. had an accident oh, recently, <laughs> and I I was in their car once and managed to stop an accident. So could have been more. While they were scrolling. No, no, no. But they were probably thinking about scrolling, right. or some, their head was in the right. clouds. Right. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so there's one area that a lot of money mm. could be saved. Mm. Those core flute signs. Just to um, finish up on, let's have a little chat about us in this house. Um, right. I'll be honest. I've I've found it hard um, during this podcast to, because I guess what I what I wanted to get out of this podcast was insight into how you view the climate crisis and to what extent 
it's in your mind when when you're going about your daily activities you know what what um to what extent uh, you think about it and and what care factor is there in your mind and how how does your mind work in terms of that so how much does does the climate and um doing doing good by the climate affect you in your day-to-day and talk honestly and openly about um your care factor okay well um i think that we've set up systems at home that you know were either um my idea or your idea um but we do recycle quite a lot so we've got the compost bin we've got hard plastics um cardboard and paper soft plastic we do soft plastic recycling we recycle um although this probably isn't all that good for the environment but we have one of those little nespresso coffee machines Mm. so we recycle the pods um we also of course we do the 10 cent recycling as well which is for the um all the drink yep yep Thingies. The containers, yeah. Containers in and glass South Australia, yep. Um, and glass recycling in the um, in the waste bin. So we're putting which goes out to the council. Oh, so we're putting all all the packaging and all all the um, the stuff that come all the products that we buy. They all come with this stuff attached to them to surround them in, and we're trying to do the best we can yep. in this household yep. so, to put those and things. You know, in if the right there spot. is a clean plastic that something comes in, we reuse it as well. Totally. As a, plus we have the wax covered coverings to put on Oh yep. So we don't we, use glad so wrap as much. Glad yep. wrap. The, the bees we wrap. have reusable containers to take our lunch in. Um, so there's that. Um, plus when I when I'm at work we do I work in the operating theatres in a um, busy day surgery hospital. Um, And so we're always opening and, you know, there's a lot of paper, plastic, that sort of thing, which we um, send for recycling as well. We separate when we open something, the paper from the plastic, and they go into two different areas. Mm. Um, And... uh, Okay, so that's... And then... That's that, and you've got the solar panels... And then we do have solar panels, that's right. And I'm trying at the moment to change everything to electricity in the house. Yep, you've got the gas. So as we've still got gas connected, but once the hot water goes, I'll replace it with a, um, an electric electrical yep. um, hot water heater. So that's the plan for that. Um, so that everything's then on electrical, which is powered by the sun. Mm. I guess recycling and and putting all all the um the things in the right spot is is good but is it perhaps almost more logical to look at it from the step further which is hey wait a minute all this plastic and all all this um packaging is coming with the food that i'm getting all I actually want is the food. I didn't sign up for all, all, all this other stuff that it uh-huh. came with. What are your thoughts on on getting getting rid of that stuff and, and just mm-hmm. getting the product that you want rather than all these things that come with it? Well, you know, the covering around, it stops all the apples from rolling everywhere. And, you know, so there is... Um, there is a, a level of convenience. It's sometimes a, a convenience. Need, a need, I was going to say, you know, to stop 
you from losing your fruit. Oh, that is that like a uh, metaphor for going bonkers? <laughs> you lost your fruit. <laughs> well, it but, actually, um, you know, there are some things that stay together, look, like bananas. I've never had a problem with apples bunch. rolling away um, That's in the fruit because you bowl. only buy one. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, for example, the bananas, they've got a handy little mechanism well, they that come holds in them packaging together. And they so come in they do not need to go in a bag, right? Whereas apples and oranges, they go everywhere. What about a bag that you've brought from home that's reusable? Yeah, well, that's obviously a, an option. An option. If you wanted to do that. Yeah. Like a plastic bag? A plastic bag, <laughs> but at least it's being reused, I guess. But we do reuse our plastic yeah. bags. So I guess what I'm what I'm getting the 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 vibe, if you will, that I'm getting off mm. of off of you is um some of these some of these things are important, but let's not get out of hand here. These things are important. And but life must you, go on you and we have to you still have to live you still have to fit all of your work into the day so um you just need to set up sustainable practices that you can then do in your as a routine um that are part of your routine and it's not that hard to set up these routines you know maybe what you're thinking is i'm not doing enough for the environment but um, but I think if everybody makes um, these little changes, then I think in all we're doing as much as we can for the environment. So if everyone does a little bit, but not too much, everyone's doing <laughs> as much as they can. I'm not I don't, don't do I, too much. Like like look at look at yourself. Like sometimes mm. I'm thinking you're doing these little efforts for the environment but as a consequence you're putting your own life in danger like for example um riding your bike through the rain to get to work Mm. um you know you're potentially going to have an accident there and which i think is i think is then you know taking things to an extreme level where you're just um you know, losing sight of your own safety as a result of but, uh, being so but adamant about yeah. riding your bike. And, and I know that I am very stubborn in that way, but we have got the absolute fight on our hands here for the, the next five to ten years are absolutely critical, um, scientists are saying, in terms of the fight against climate change and... Radical problems require ra- like radical solutions and change, in, in my opinion. Well, I think one of the reasonable things to come out of this war with the Ukraine is that it's meant that petrol prices have been driven up so high that people are starting to question whether they really need to use their car more on the mm. financial side of things than anything. And also, you know, from the time that we've had with COVID, like, you know, living with, you know, in our lives and the working from home has meant that people don't drive their cars as much. Mm. So, I mean, that's possibly, you know, a good thing to come out of a bad thing, but it's it's a shame that it takes these other things for people to make changes. But 
Well, um, money, money but is... But working from home, like, that's potentially something that's here to stay. Mm. Um, I know a lot of businesses are now thinking, well, actually, that worked reasonably well. Unexpectedly well. Yeah, it, it, has, well. yeah, it, it definitely has shifted the, uh, the Zoom call into mm. a, a, a more viable possibility rather than sending someone over... Um, to, for a business meeting, for instance. Yeah. Um, and, and that is a good thing. Well, I remember at the start of the pandemic, I found it really interesting and quite funny, actually, that within the space of two weeks, the, the standard of news went from it had to be a high broadcast camera and the interview had to be professional sound quality to get anything you can <laughs> if someone's um, recording off off of a, a, you know, out of a fishbowl um, on, a, on a web camera and, the, and it sounds like they're underwater, that is fine and we can televise that. Oh, absolutely. And the quality of people working from their offices at home as well doing Ooh, yeah. broadcasts and, you know, you can see right up their nose and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, just, you know, and You're, what's in the background. and Well... I mean, all, all these all these poor interviewees would have normally had a professional camera operator yeah. um, looking after their face, but now they've only got themselves <laughs> to look after themselves. And, and you know, oof. the world didn't come to an end, did it? No, it didn't. No. Thank you very much for for chatting to me, Mum. I've 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 found it tough to be honest. I, th- mm. I think I think uh, it's it's always harder to to talk to someone about these things when when they don't think about them the same as as yourself i I would say we think about think about it in very different ways but i i think it's important to to discuss with different opinions yeah well like you say you know you're not going to get um difference of opinion amongst people that you regularly speak with because they all agree with you totally that's um, one reason I want to do this podcast and, and continue the podcast is uh, I, w- I want to have those conversations, those harder conversations with people that uh, don't share my opinion. And I think, I think it's a great way to, uh, what's, what's a sieve, sieve out, what, you know, what, what's the best, what's the best idea and um, what's, what's What's unpack. a dumb idea? Unpack. <laughs> unpack the ideas. You know, at, at the end of it all, um, I'm passionate about, about the planet and but not, climate but, change. But not just... But Tom! Sorry, that was a bit rude it. of me. Yeah. You know, for, for where I am and who I am, I'm extremely passionate about the planet and climate change. Um. But you see it. You see what I do differently. Mm. So, you know, sometimes you drive me crazy. Oh, I do. Yeah. I know I do. Yeah, you do. Like just then. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I I shouldn't discount any effort, and uh, I'm definitely wrong for doing that. Um, and I'm sorry on the whole if I make you feel bad about. Well, you um, keep you keep me honest, Tom, and yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, I I, th- I think that is also important. Is reminding constantly of i'm sad for my friends who don't have like 20 something year old children and 
you know. Really? <laughs> no. Not at all. <laughs> um, but, yeah, certainly your generation is, um, is really passionate to the point of um, difference. Yeah, well, I think. I, th- I think I personally see how big of an issue this is and I'm prepared to get into arguments. I'm prepared to make people upset and upset myself. And I, I think there's going to be tears, you know, if we, if we actually, if we want to solve this massive problem, there's going to be tears. And, and I think it's unreasonable to think that we can get there without people feeling upset. And I think as part of the collateral, we, there's going to be arguments, there's going to be real, uh, you know, some emotional toll on, on that and, you know, to to change lifestyles and to, to change the way society runs to fix this does mean that it is, I think, going to be hard. If we, if we keep taking the easy option, we won't, we won't solve this. We're going to have to, what's, you know, what's that word, you know, where, um, Sometimes you've got to take the hard option, it, you know, bite the tough pill. So right. Does, does that... <laughs> am I just speaking a uh, load of bollocks there? Take, take a chill pill? Not, no, no, <laughs> don't take a chill pill. Take a, take a, like, reality check. I think reality right. check's the right word. Right. There's, you yep. know, we are living in a bit of a bubble. Mm. Mm. And the way the convenience... Um, that we that we live in, I think some of, some of those convenient walls are going to get broken down if if climate action is going to happen. And uh, yeah. All right. Well, I wish you well with your rest <laughs> of your rest of your um, podcast. Tom. Oh, thanks, mum. And uh, thank you very much for joining me today. No problem. I hope it was interesting. Do you think? What are you? What are your gut oh, feeling? I can't Probably. imagine it was interesting nah. to him, but anyway, this has been the Out of Gas podcast. I'm Tommy Ayres, and I'll see you next week with another guest. Thank you. Over and out. Over and out. Roger Dodger. <laughs> Roger Dodger. Copy. Copy that. Copy paste. Copy paste. <laughs>